Hi, you're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in hot San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. Jim and I have had the the luxury of of yes. tasting and dissecting the new iteration of El Diamante del Cielo. Also known as Cielo Tequila, because we used to call that back in the old days. Uh, this is the new, the new uh, branding and the new uh, uh, updated version of this tequila. It it, it really was weird because it kind of fell off the face of the earth. You didn't see it anymore. Um, I think the last time I said I saw uh, bottles of these was at a Costco years and years ago, and I thought the brand had died. Um, and when it, when I found that I found these uh, photos on uh, on Instagram and saw that they were coming back and being um, they were being uh, uh, imported again by a company called R.S. Lippman, I said, "Can I get a, can I get a few?" You know, and they were really nice enough to make that happen. And so I am going to pour some in my handy dandy Glen Cairn. Hey, we're three for three. I'm going with the same glass. There you go. Uh, so, uh, that being said, I will tell you that, uh, this, this particular, uh, the foil label on the back has black on it or copper. Uh, it's kind of a two-sided label, so you can see through, it's kind of like that vodka look where you can right. see the bottle and you see the, uh, the, and, and the, I guess the inside of the label is, is in a color like copper. You get the color in from the side though, you get a pretty good, Pretty good idea. Yeah. Now it is a, a bit darker. I would say substantially darker than the than the Reposado. And we flipped over that Reposado because that is just that's outstanding stuff. Yeah. Now, yes, what do we is. know about the What do we know about the Añejo? What did they say that uh, that they're doing with it? They are up to four years in small oak barrels. Wow. So four? they they're taking everything pretty much to the max. The yeah. repo went 364. They're, they're taking it as long as they, they, they can take it. Aged up to four years? Yeah. That's interesting because, you know, anything over three years is considered... Uh, uh, anything over three years is considered an extra. An extra, yeah. Wow, but they're not calling this extra. They're calling this an añejo. So, so they're, they, they're blending. They're blending. So... Okay. In whiskey, where you have a blended whiskey, you have to have the youngest whiskey on the age statement. So up to four years means you've got a couple in the three-year range, a couple in the maybe a little bit more range, but because they've got a few that are Anejo, they, that's what they call it, I guess, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, there are no real stipulations as to, I mean, after three years, uh, an extra Anejo, they don't have to tell you how long it's been rested. I mean, obviously, if, they, if they're being transparent... Or if they use it as a selling point, they can say it's a five-year, a six-year, a seven-year, a 13-year, a 15-year. <laughs> you know, it's going to taste like anything but tequila. Um, but this one apparently – now, the, the master distiller, and I'm sure it's the same guy because they, the, even though Stoli bought the, bought the, the distillery, uh, much like Campari bought their distillery, the Espolón distillery – they kept on the, the master distiller slash plant manager slash ingeniero engineer. And I've met him. I've met Arturo Fuente, who was, I was telling Jim on one of our, one of our tastings that 
that it, this bottle was one of the first ones to actually have a signature of a master distiller and make that known. And it was funny because we had never seen that. You know, those of us who had tequila, well, who's, who's Arturo Fuente? Is he like the brand owner? Who, we didn't know. I didn't even put two and two together until right. afterwards. And I said, oh, wait, this is the master distiller. This is the plant manager um, whom I've met. And, and this was years and years and years ago. So he was a very quiet guy, not not much of a people person. He's a scientist. I mean, that's that's what you know, and and um, but what 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 was coming out of that distillery then was famous. I mean, they they were famous for their ceramic bottles. Tonala comes out of there. Um, the ceramic square uh, bottle. Um, there are other ones that come out of there. Um, even once I get Doña Carlota, which you you see every once in a while in Arizona. Um, but and also like Mexican moonshine and Rooster Rojo come come out of there. Rooster Rojo being a new one that um, excuse me, my bread's ready. <laughs> uh, that's a new one that that, uh, that I think uh, Stoli uh, started making and I've not been able to get samples of. So um, so we know this is up to four years. Up to four years. Blended. Blended. We know that. Um, I've heard people say that Arturo loves his legs and tears. And Look at the body on that. Yeah. Boy, that's that's pretty, too, man. Some nice nice uh, string of pearls. Yeah. I don't know if you all can see that on my, um, <clears throat> on my lighting here. It's not the greatest, but... These are, these are not streaming. These are... Clinging, clinging, clinging. It, it it looks it it reacts like a like a whiskey. It really does. Like a it's like got a, it's got some full body on that thing. That that is a again. Uh, it, it's legal uh, to have additives in in tequila and. Chances are the, the barrel itself might have a little bit of glycerin in it, uh, apart from the natural glycerin that happens when, you know, when you distill and, and blend. And I, I guess a lot of this, too, is just look at that. Look at this. Look at I don't know if you can see that that string of pearls They're They're just now beginning to run into the uh, uh, into the liquid. They 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 are maintaining. This is the longest I've seen a string of pearls before. You know, usually they sheet down and stream down much quicker. Yeah. This could have a lot to do with the glycerin. It's picking up off the barrels with that much time. But but <clears throat> honestly, you know, did, who did knows? You, did you smell this yet? No, oh, no, no. Take a whiff. Take a whiff. I'm going to. Oh, oh my God. Jim, this smells like an extra añejo, man. There's that dried fruit and the and the, there's some oh, sweetness, wow. some baking spice. This is beautiful. Wow, there there are extra añejos that don't have this kind of quality, this kind of character. And this is we're just talking the nose. This is I'm gonna call this Christmas tequila. <laughs> this smells like a house full of baked treats. Oh my god. Wow. That is exquisite. That's just a that's just beautiful. 
for uh, an añejo? Yeah. What kind of madness is this, man? There's, you and know, it's still delicate though. It is still not one aroma hitting you hard. It's still very nice and blended with the. You get the baking spice. You get a little pepper. You get some agave. You get some barrel notes in it. Wow, this is really outstanding. Oh, we got to dive in, man. We got to dive in. Let's just let's just go. Oh my gosh. Baking spices really um like a like a hot cinnamon peppery finish. Yep. Wow, this is not sweet or anything no. like that. And that that barrel flavor and the soft, but the softness of the barrel is there. The mellowing effect of the barrel right. is there. Right. But it has now taken the agave from the Blanco side all the way through the Anejo, where now the agave is not florally sweet. It is subtly like a little bit of sugar and a loaf of bread sweet. Just a just just to know it's there, but it's so smooth and mellow and and wow. This is this is really gorgeous. This is like a work of art, man. You know, there there aren't extra añejos that, that carry wow. this work in them. There's so much character going on in this. And I know that you and I talked about the Reposado being being able to handle a, a really good cigar. I think this one would as well. But you, but you, I think your pairing would be way different with the with the añejo than you got to go with the Connecticut with this. You got to take it down a notch because you want to. I, I would say, take it down a notch, and you want a milder, mellower cigar because you want everything about this to stand out against the cigar. Right. Okay. I because agree. This is really nice. This is really just. Are you crying, Jim? You're crying. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm getting a little misty over here. I gotta say, it's because you know I'm whiskey boy, and I love anything that that makes you think about. This is not in the barrel as long as a ten-year-old or a twelve-year-old Scotch. Right. This right. is picked up barrel characteristics that I would expect out of an old whiskey. Yeah, in, in or an extra añejo where you start to lose a little of the agave, but it right. hasn't. You still no. get it, and you pick up some of the extra añejo quality without losing that agave in the barrel. And nothing about the baked spice is sweet to the point that it's not good. I mean, because you sometimes I I get some baked spice where you get like it's like a cinnamon cookie. Right, right. And, and right. you know, you, you, and that's okay. That's all right, because, you know, you're expecting that. Right. But this one is just so on point. And again, same thing with the other two. Every flavor is distinguishable, but none of them do anything but complement the other one, and they kind of flow together. You'll pick up a little on the front of your palate, a little on the back of your palate. You get a nice long finish. And you think, well, that, that was that was planned. That was exactly how that was supposed to work. Yeah, that yeah. flavor, was, it was supposed to taste like that on the front of my palate. 
Tastes like that on my the back of my palate. It was supposed to finish like that. Another Fuentes Symphony. There we go, right here. Brand of Promise nominee in that Añejo category. I am, now this is not a slouch. We purposely did not tell you this. Apparently, this is a, a an award winner in several categories. It's won a double gold medal at WSWA. The silver has. Uh, Ultimate Spirits Challenge is a 92 points. That's the Blanco. This Añejo, wine and 96 food. from the Beverage Nine. Tasting Institute. Oh, yeah, BTI. BTI never fails. WSWA won, won a silver. I'm not sure about that. Uh, that's the Añejo. But Wine Enthusiast gave a 92 points. You know, if these things mean anything to you, right? The only thing that matters to us is whether it's a brand of promise nominee or not. And, and frankly... I slap the same numbers on cigars, and sometimes there's no number, and the cigar is phenomenal. Yeah, but th- this is this is probably one of the best añejo expressions that I have ever tasted with you. And if we've had a few, <laughs> and I we, we we've had a few, <clears throat> and I've also had the pleasure of having two phenomenal extra añejos with you. Yep. Where this would stand up with them in that category, yep. but in one way that that those two lost that agave expression that the Blanco and the Reposado had into the extra añejo, where you really got almost a dessert style, right? You know, brandy or cognac style after dinner tequila, where the agave was just slightly there. That is not true here. No, this is this is a nightcap tequila. If yes. you're, you know, this is a pairing tequila. This is a, this is a finish your day. It's, it's very special. I, I, you know, like you said, it's a Christmas tequila. It's, it's, uh, it's a really celebratory kind of thing. I, I'm, I'm shocked that, that there's so much character in, and that they, they decided to, to blend this with four, you know, up to four years. Yeah. Because, you know, some and, and maybe that was the idea. Let's get some of the younger stuff where the agave still shines through and the older stuff where the characteristics have a little bit more barrel and, and baked spice. But honestly, that 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 just subtle agave sweetness sticks and it complements that that peppery baking spice and that that warmth at the back end. This is really phenomenal. Yeah, it is. It's a wonderful. I'm just I'm enamored by it. Hey, man, I got to hide this now. I got to <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> I've got like four bottles where it's like, don't touch it. Don't touch yeah, it. Don't touch it. Uh, yeah, we got to wait till uh, till the end when we uh, we announce a brand's of promise. This year, we're so far ahead. and We have so many brands that I feel we're going to have the, the brands of promise of 2020 before the end of 2020. So um, we're just, again, that's our take on El Diamante del Cielo. You will find this probably uh, in in Nashville and hopefully throughout the United States because it, this needs to come back. The last time I had it, like I said, it was at Costco in New Mexico, uh, and and it was um, it's been a long time. And I'm so glad these guys picked it up, brought it back. I think they retooled it for their market. And and you know what? If I were to make any kind of any kind of suggestion now that now that the the, now that we look for the signature of of the of the of the master distiller, now that it's a thing, I think we should bring back his his signature. I think you should give him credit for it. Absolutely. 
uh, I know that that he's still he's still with the 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 company. He's still with the plant. Uh, when when Stoli bought the bought the the distillery, uh, he's still there. And and I if I if I did anything, I, I would I would just just a you know another another piece of tape right here with his signature on it because this this is outstanding. I, yeah. I really I'm so glad now that uh, years later years later I can I can appreciate the skill of this guy, you know, for, cause this stuff, this is amazing. It's yeah. amazing stuff. I'm, I'm really, I'm floored. I'm floored. Yeah. So that's our take on a Diamante de Cielo Añejo. Go get, what do we know for pricing? Do we know anything on pricing on, on all three of those? Just out of curiosity. Well, and again, I'm in Ohio. So who, who knows? But when I go online, the Blanco's in the mid forties, Repo in the early 50s, Añejo in the late 50s. So, I, you know what? It's worth every penny. Uh, I agree. I mean, for they're selling Blancos for 65 bucks in my state that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch. But <laughs> this Añejo, for, if it's 58 or 59 bucks, I would, I would probably pick this up and put it next to a 60 or $75 scotch and say, why don't you try both of these? Yeah, I agree. Uh, they're beautifully done. Just it's a work of art. It really is. Uh, but go get it if you can find it. Go get it. Uh, if you can't find it in Ohio, don't look here because I'm yeah, not sharing. <laughs> go go on the website. R.S. Lipman is the uh, the importer. Thanks again to those folks for making this happen. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That young man is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. You have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the notification bell, hit that red button. And if you're downloading your podcast, please do that anywhere, including iTunes. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>